0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Lovely Freaks Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda.
1: And I'm Hannah.
0: And if you're new here, hi, welcome. If you want to, you can hit the subscribe button, or you can follow us on Instagram, at Lovely Freaks, and you can follow us on Facebook, Lovely Freaks Podcast. So, yeah. Okay, that's the intro.
1: That's the intro. <laughs> I, was, I just wait patiently.
0: Hello. Okay, okay. We've had some difficulties, but this is the third time we've tried to record this. First time yeah. the cat got involved, and that was a whole mess. So anyways, um, just wanted to say thank you for everybody who's asked if I'm doing okay. Yes, I'm doing better. Um, I had a kidney infection, and my back still hurts, and it's still sore. But other than that, um, I've, I'm doing pretty good. I still have to get some test ran and things like that from the doctor, but other than that... Yeah, all good. And no, I did not have COVID. I had someone ask me that, and no, I didn't. I actually got tested. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. which by the way, that test sucks. Just won't throw that out there. Is that
1: your first time taking it?
0: Yeah. Have you but ever had it? No. You yeah, stick it up your nose? And stuff. Yeah. Like, you know, they uh-uh. pull brain matter out, I'm pretty sure. I, mean, I can't.
1: <laughs> I would scream and it's out. There. Like, ah. It
0: was bad, and it made me want to sneeze so bad, but I didn't, I, which is shocking. But anyways... So, today, if you saw the title, then you know what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about Skinwalker Ranch. So, this is pretty um, crazy. But, like, I fell down a rabbit hole, and it was... It was very interesting, I'll put it that way. Really interesting.
1: I've never heard this, so...
0: Yeah, I told you to Google it, but you didn't. Which is good. So, before we get started... I just want to uh, say a few things. So, a lot of people have asked me, because this has to deal with aliens and some other stuff, but it does have to do with aliens. And a lot of people have asked how, because we've talked about the fact that we're Christians on this podcast, and we've talked about, you know, the fact that we believe in God and all that. Um, so, people don't understand how we can be Christians and, like, believe in all this stuff and talk about all this stuff or yeah. whatever. So, first of all, I just want to say, I don't have... Anything against by who's not Christian, I'm not one of those, you know, that tries to beat you over the head with my religion, um, simply because I used to be atheist for a very long time. I didn't become a Christian until I was in my late 20s, so I um, don't, like, I didn't like that when I was, you know, didn't believe in God. I didn't like somebody yeah. you know, about bra me, because I was like, that's not going to do anything that made me mad. So, anyways, yeah, it does. So... I don't know. We just, I don't think that in this vast universe with all these trillions of different planets and all these galaxies and everything like that, like, we just, we live in one galaxy and that's the Milky Way. But there's many others out there and I don't believe that we're the only things that God put out there. Created. Yeah. Put out there.
1: Put out there. Created. It's a new merchandise.
0: (laughs) Um... So anyways, I just wanted to say that right up front because a lot of people have asked me, some friends and family and things like that. Um, but yes, I'm very, I mean, if you want to come, you know, we're not one of those people like if you come to us with a question about God, we're not going to like, you know, not talk to you about it. But we're also not going to, you know, I'm, I have friends that are atheists, like best friends <laughs> that I've known for like 20 plus years. Um, and if they come to me and ask me a question, and one of them did ask me, they were like, I don't understand how you can believe in aliens and God, and I'm just like, well, it's not like, I didn't say that they were little green men, like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they are, I've never seen them, but I have seen a UFO, so you can. And they
1: could be little green men. He yeah, could they could have, be. He could have made, like, some clay and yeah, put some green dough, yeah. green, green what's it called? Dye? Dye. And just be like, I think these are cool, and then they were like, he was like, never mind, they look creepy. Yeah, I'm gonna make it my image let's, this time. Let me make them tall. Nope, that's worse. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I'm just gonna leave them alone. <laughs>
0: yeah. Everything I come up with in my mind, Gabriel just looks really bad and scary <laughs> and terrifying. So let's just look, focus on me. Yeah, let's, let's, let's just make, make someone me. in my image. <laughs> Gabriel's okay. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, okay, so. Skinwalker Ranch. It's a crazy freaking place and we're going to talk about it. So it's one of the most active paranormal spots in Utah and it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. It's 480 acres and it's located near Ballard and Fort DeKesney. I think I said that right. Utah. It also borders a Ute reservation, which we're going to talk about the Ute Indians, and we're also going to talk about the, um, Navajo Indians as well. Okay. And it's about three hours east of Salt Lake City. So, the Ute Indians have lived on this reservation for about 150 years, and it covers, well, they lived on the reservation outside of... Skinwalker Ranch. Let me get that straight. So, but they've lived in the area, I'll say that, for 150 years. And their reservation covers 4.5 million acres. That's a lot of acres. acres.
1: Yeah.
0: A long time, for, for a long time, most of the Indians um, that would... They okay. would say that they wouldn't go on the ranch. Like, they wouldn't, the in the spot where all this paranormal stuff happens yeah. and all this other stuff, they wouldn't do it. So, there's a, because there's a legend that, the legend of the skinwalkers. So, a skinwalker, according to the legend, is an evil, shape-shifting witch mm. of the Navajo people. And the Utes are, like, really, really scared of it. Um, And we'll kind of get into, like, what's it kind of so it looks is like, a witch I guess you could say. or they just think it's a witch it's actually an alien well we'll get into that okay, okay. <laughs> so the utes and the indians they used to fight together against the white man of course and you know the spanish would come in and they would take the lands and stuff like that and so at one point though the ute indians decided that they needed to be civil with the white man so that way they could better their tribes because they were dying out and they were just not, they weren't making it and they were losing food and all this other stuff. So they decided that they would get horses from the Spanish and then they would abduct the Navajo people for them and then they would sell them in the New Mexico slave trade. They also helped take things from the Navajo during the Civil War. So they would take, like, you know, their houses or or anything like that, and they would just take the people and sell them to slave trade in New Mexico. So they just basically turned on the Navajo, and they were all fighting together. But, you know, it happens a lot. After all the fighting and the land being taken, the Navajo were exiled from their land and forced to travel to a reservation in Fort Sumner, New Mexico, which was famously named the Long Walk of the Navajo. And I know about that. So, that's a whole other thing that we're not going to talk about here. So, okay. Because of all of this, the Utes believed that they put a curse on them. That the Navajo put a curse on them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And the Skinwalker started to walk among the Ute people. So, now we're going to talk about what a Skinwalker kind of is or how, what they think it is. So, the Skinwalker kills and eats people and animals. The legend has it that the Skinwalker name is given to them because they are, they can like turn into whatever animal they want to at the time. So if they want to be a wolf, or if they need to be a wolf, they can turn into a wolf. If they need to be a bird to fly away, they can turn into a bird. So they're like shapeshifters. And they cause a lot of mischief and mayhem and just all around bad things things or whatever you want to call them. Creatures. So... They also believe that they are kind of like medicine men or medicine women who have essentially, like, made a deal with the devil to mm-hmm. be bad, I guess you could say. Which kind of reminded me of, um... Voodoo? Voodoo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's her name? Marie up that we yeah. talked about. So, yeah, they have very supernatural, kind of like, you know... What's the word I'm looking for? Powers? Supernatural or? powers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, the Ute people believe that they live in the caves that are in this place called Dark Canyon. Mm-hmm. So, now we're going to talk about the ranch and kind of, like, a little bit about it. And then we're going to get into a family that lived there since, like, 1994, I believe it was. And that that part's crazy. So... The earliest reports from the ranch are in the 1700s. <coughs> Excuse me. The 1700s, Spanish explorers were looking for a Spanish trail. And they were at the Uton tibet Sorry, guys. I was needing some water. So, okay. Backtrack. So, the Spanish... Were traveling through the Uinta Basin and they reported seeing crafts in the sky while at their f- fire camps. So, this was all the way back in the 1700s. Um, and they would like they recorded this down in like books and shit mm-hmm. like that they were uh, just chilling and they were like at the fire having their camp and <clears throat> they saw above them like these crafts of some sort that were in the sky. Well, what? obviously, in the 1700s, they didn't have you know yeah. planes or nothing like that so
1: and also they wouldn't know what that is yeah they had
0: no idea so we have no idea what really they saw mm-hmm. then in nothing really came out of like nothing else came from that but throughout history and before this time that i'm about to talk about there was a lot of different reports here and there of different things um you know but obviously probably back then i would say the 1700s 1800s Nobody probably wanted to say anything because they were probably like, yeah, people are going to think I'm, like, crazy, you know? Or a
1: witch. You're yeah. a witch. You saw something. <laughs> yeah,
0: a witch. Especially if you're a woman. Okay, so in 1905, the Myers family made it their homestead. They were, there was, like, a few small homes on the property. And then they started building buildings. And they made, like, you know, like a little small town, I guess you could <laughs> What are you doing?
1: Scared or wanted up here? Oh, the dog. Okay, he kept whining, and I was like, "Okay, come here."
0: (laughs) Go ahead. So, the Myers family—they made like you know different houses and stuff. And there was this um, documentary that I watched. It was like two hours long, but it had. So they still have like the little houses there throughout Mm -hmm. the property, throughout the ranch. They have you know these houses here and there and everywhere. So the ranch was then occupied still by the Myers family in all the way up until nineteen eighty seven. Kenneth John Myers and Edith Myers were the ones who lived there. And so from the night from nineteen oh five to nineteen eighty seven, basically the Myers family owned the entire property. They never reported anything weird. Or anything out of the...
1: Anything that's happened. Yeah,
0: anything that's happened. They never said anything. Which, that's really weird. Because in 1950, in the 1950s, there were hundreds, we're talking like 300 or maybe more, reports in the 1950s of UFO sightings. Damn. Around in this area. Not necessarily, like, on the 400, yeah whatever I lot. said, 450-something acres of, 480, excuse me, acres of land, but just in the general area. And Utah's really known for um, a lot of, you know, alien, alien activity. activity, sightings of UFOs and things like that. So, it's not crazy to think of, but I just think it's weird how they never said they so, saw anything. Yeah. So, even in 1970, there was a highway patrol that got reports of UFOs, and they were getting so many reports in the 1970s, I don't know what year, but around the 1970s, that they just stopped reporting it, because it it was, like, so much, they couldn't keep up with it, so they were just like, screw it, you know I mean? We can't do this all night, every night, And then people
1: are like, oh, aliens aren't real, and all those people just decide, hey, we should all just lie.
0: Yeah, yeah um they were also getting reports of cattle, mutica- cattle mutilations I was about to say mutilations mutilations I don't know cattle mutilations as well as the blood from the cattle so like if you were to butcher a cattle or if, if not you let me backtrack if, <laughs> if a person <laughs> if a person or a animal was to butcher a cattle then obviously there would be blood everywhere, you know. It'd look yeah. really rough. Well, these cattle were mutilated in a way that there wasn't blood anywhere. There wasn't mm-hmm. blood around the body. There wasn't so, blood in of the body. Like,
1: was it like ra- like laser burns? Like maybe a the laser? Those cuts
0: on all these cattle, and this is throughout this whole entire thing that we're going to talk about. All the cuts were like very precise, like precision oh, cuts. Okay. So it's really really weird. Um. So it's hard to believe. So I don't understand why the Myers never said anything. And also, we're supposed to talk about the family that moved in after them and the weird stuff that they had in their house. So that part also,
1: maybe they're aliens themselves.
0: Is really weird to me. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Just okay. a theory, not really.
0: <clears throat> no. So now we're going to talk about the Shermans. Um, this is a lot, but it's really interesting. So. In 1994, Terry and Gwen Sherman purchased their ranch dream home. And they had a daughter and a son. And they have, like, some crazy stories. So, sorry. I need water. (laughs) Um, So, Terry was a livestock breeder. He obviously had i don't know if he bred cattle like i think he bred them for show um because he had like prize bulls and things like that and so that's why they bought the land so they had he had angus cows which angus cows are like super expensive show cattle they're like top notch that you can have um and they got the ranch for like super cheap which you know red flag right there but Especially if it's that much property and you're getting it for super cheap, I'd be like, "No, nah, yeah. what's really going on?" <laughs> like, what's,
1: uh, and also, that was here, like,
0: yeah, that was another thing that I didn't quite understand. Like, if the Myers family didn't have any problems with it, first of all, why would they leave? And second of all, why would they sell it for so cheap? I guess because no. no one in the area.
1: It kind of seems like they're aliens or something, or like maybe maybe they were tired of the rumors.
0: Maybe, I don't know. Of course, no one in the area was going to buy it, but they still could have found a sucker from out of town, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, they found these guys. But anyways, <laughs> so, um, the one condition that the realtor told them when they bought the house, because, you know, there's always a condition, yeah. was that they could not dig on the property unless they contacted the old owners. Why? Yeah. I don't know. Super weird. But they couldn't dig on the property. Like, not even like dig a hole for a dead goldfish. Like, they couldn't dig unless they contacted the old
1: why? We'll get there. So. <laughs> it sounds like bodies. would be like, why? Is there bodies underneath this property? Yeah.
0: After they had finalized the house and after the sale was final, they got to the home and they found something a little weird. There were deadbolts on every single door in the house, inside and outside. So like front door, there was a deadbolt on the outside, and then if you walk in, there's a deadbolt on the inside. Yeah. Don't know why, because that doesn't make any sense, but two deadbolts on everything. All the windows were bolted shut, and the at the sides of the house, there were huge metal chains hanging off from them, And it almost looked like they had, like, a lot of guard dogs at the side of the house. So, they just thought, okay, the previous owners must have been, like, paranoid of burglars or, you know, whatever.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So, for the first couple of weeks in the house at this ranch, um, it was all good. Nothing out of the ordinary happened. Then one afternoon, after unloading things out of the truck, Terry sees a very large animal in the distance. And Gwen says she thinks it was a wolf. However, it's about three times as big as a wolf. So, they're standing there and they're getting the groceries out or or whatever they have to get out. And Mm -hmm. off in the distance, they see this animal. And the animal starts... Walking towards them. And at first, they're like, okay, they think this is just, like, maybe a big freaking dog. Like, yeah, a mixed dog. Like, gray Dane mixed with a wolf or Or something like that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But it's just so huge, they don't understand. So, when it's walking towards them, it begins to walk in, like, a weaving pattern, which is really weird. And the cattle that are in the corral next to the house, kind of, they start, like, backing up. But the animal doesn't go for the cattle because Terry thinks, you know, he's thinking, okay, this animal is supposed going to attack my cattle. Yeah. i got to run in and get the gun, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't. He walks right up to them. Well, I say he. This animal. This animal. Walks right up to, I don't know his gender. Walks <laughs> right up to him. And he, um, Terry starts to, like, pet him. And they both say pet that him. he's. Yeah, pet him. Like, just pet this freaking, like, dog-looking wolf thing. Yeah. It has gray hair, light blue eyes, and it's not aggressive at all. So, they're petting him, and then suddenly, without any explanation, the thing or creature takes off towards one of the cattle's, and then it grabs one of the calves by the head and was like, pinned its you know, mouth over his head. I don't think it killed the cattle. I didn't get that, but I'm pretty sure it didn't. And so Terry like freaks out and he runs to his truck and then he grabs a shotgun and he shoots this thing four times with a shotgun. Mm
1: -hmm. And it
0: doesn't stop. And by the fourth time it just lets go and it runs back off into the woods. Wow. Okay. So there's that. Um so Terry After this, he's like, okay, I got to track this thing because I want to make sure it's dead. It's going to come back for my cattle. I can't have it killing all my cattle and my calves, so I've just got to go track it. So he goes off into the woods and he starts tracking it. He tracks it for a mile and he's finding footprints all over the place. He's finding footprints in the mud and so he's, you know, on its trail and then all of a sudden, he gets into, like, this clearing area, and the footprints just vanish. He's like, it's like, li-, he said it was literally like, it just flew away. Which takes me back to the skinwalker thing. Yeah. You know, I told you they could shapeshift into, like, a wolf if they wanted to, but if they needed to shape shift into an owl and fly away, yeah. and they could do it. So, that's really weird. Like, that would <laughs> definitely explain, like, how it just vanished. Because a lot of times in this, and we'll get to it, but a lot of times when he's looking at footprints of something, it all of a sudden it just vanishes. Like hmm. there's no footprints. So a few weeks later, Gwen comes home. They don't see anything for a while, and then a few weeks, a few weeks later, Gwen comes home from wherever she had been. She had been running errands, and she's at the gate entrance, and she's, you know, she came through the gate, and then she's trying to shut the gate behind her. When all of a sudden, this creature. She sees something like out of the corner of her eye and mm-hmm. she turns and she realizes that she thinks it's the creature, you know, coming back. So she gets in her car and then the next thing she realizes is that this creature walks up to her car and is like staring at her through the windshield. But this time the creature is not alone. There's also a large looking dog next to the gray wolf. Creature, okay. Or we'll call it a wolf. But that's what she describes it as. She says it's a wolf, but it's huge. So, there's also this black dog. But it's... She said the thing about this black dog that was weird is that it has, like, a big head. Like, too big for its body. Like, it's got a small, like, skinny body. But a, like, huge head. And so, they're just staring at her through the windshield. This time, she like, freaks out, and she drives as fast as she can up to the house, and they don't follow her, luckily, but it scares her so bad that she calls the police. So, she goes to the police station, and she's telling them, look, there's a wolf, you know, uh, out at our property. You need to get somebody over there because he keeps coming back. He's going to kill our cattle, blah, blah, blah. Well, the police are like, there's no way that there's a wolf at your property because we don't have wolves in this area. We haven't had wolves in this area for a long time.
1: Yeah.
0: And she was like, no, that's not true, you know. And so, which there's still some debate. I mean, I think they do have wolves in the Utah area. But they wouldn't
1: be that big and they wouldn't look that weird. Yeah.
0: So, they get her to do, like, (laughs) a lineup. So, they put, like, all these different breeds of animals, dogs and all this stuff in front of her. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, pick out which, what you saw. And she's flipping through there. And she finally picks one. She says, this one. And they're like, what? You know, that that's impossible. Because what she picks out is a dire wolf. Do you know what a dire wolf is? No. Okay, so a dire wolf is a, it's essentially a huge wolf. I mean, we're talking like. I was going to say Game of Thrones, but you didn't watch that. So, ah, oh, Twilight. You know how oh, big they are in Twilight? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> there we
1: go. So, almost as I big I had to as appeal Bella. to a 21-year-oldness.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, it's it's they're, like, essentially that big. That big. Damn. Um, but they died out hundreds of, like, years ago. Right. So, I mean, like, there not hundreds of years, thousands of years ago. So tens of thousands of years ago, let me get that straight. So they can't they're like, There's no way that's what you saw. Sorry. And I'm sitting there thinking, why'd you even put it in the picture then? But whatever. Yeah. Um right. so yeah. They just tell her. So that, that makes me and think that's that it.
1: if it is the skinwalker, they're like really old creatures. I mean That's, yeah, I mean they could be
0: anything they wanted to be too. Yeah. They could shape just shape shift into anything. Yeah. I don't know the technicality of it. Like I don't know if they can only shape shift into creatures that you know are here today. I mean if that was the case I guess, I guess so because they could shape shift into what a dinosaur? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> um no, I don't. know. So um After this, though, I think they kind of just, like, lose hope in the police helping them at all. Because I think they're going to think, okay, we're just crazy. And maybe that's what happened to the Myers family. Maybe they started telling the police and the police were like, yeah, you guys are, like, insane or whatever. So, Mm -hmm. objects began disappearing from the home, from the yard. Terry was out one day and he was digging. And, which he was told not to, but he did it anyways. So, he was out one day, and he was digging with a post hole digger. And do you remember, you know what a post hole digger yeah. is? And so, he stuck it in the ground, and he went to go to his truck to, like, get a drink or something like that. So, he was literally only gone for, like, a second. And then he comes right back, and the post hole digger's gone. And he's like, okay, where is this post... I know I left it here. So, he gets annoyed, and he's like, ugh, I don't know where... It, what, what happened? And he thinks he's losing his mind. Well, then... He starts looking for it everywhere, and he can't find it, but he finds it eventually five, like, five or ten minutes later. And where he finds it is he finds it up in a tree. Yeah. Up in a tree. Hanging from a tree. And he's like, well, I know I didn't go up yeah. in that tree and put it up in there. So, um, yeah. It, it was really weird. So, things like that happened all over the property, and anytime that they would, this gets back to the digging thing, any time that they would dig on the property, like I said, there would be like a, almost like a vibration under the ground. And mm-hmm. they didn't understand why. And it wasn't like a, you know how like if you hit something and your, your shovel vibrates Silver or something yeah. like that. No, that's not what it was. They would, It was literally like under their feet, like a vibrating under their feet.
1: Maybe there's like a huge ship under there. <sighs> could be. <laughs> um
0: I don't put anything past this. We're going to talk about some of the theories at the end and one of the theories like I'm almost po- like I'm almost positive it's for sure. So one night when Terry and Gwen were out for a walk, they hear a weird metal clanking sound against metal. So it's like I guess essentially it would sound like um if there was a sword fight going on, I guess.
1: Yeah, or like you have a metal pole in your Banging against a metal door or something. And it
0: sounds like it's coming from the sky. They don't see anything above their heads, but then they see this bright light off in front of them in the distance. And it almost looks like headlights from a car, kind of. Mm -hmm. So Terry and Gwen start walking towards the object, and every time they walk towards the object, it lifts up about 15 feet off the ground, and then it moves backwards and touches back down. So they keep doing this, they keep walking towards it, and it does this over and over again. Lifts up, backs up, and then touches back down. And it's not a huge object, and they can't see past the bright light, so they don't know necessarily what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But they still hear the metal on metal clicking back and forth and back and forth, and they can't figure out what that is either. then all of a sudden, after they've done this for a few Minutes, the object just lifts up and then just leaves. Yeah, really weird. And they don't like it doesn't it doesn't necessarily go up into the like up into space. It just like disappears into the trees or whatever. By winter, Terry is obsessed with trying to figure out what is going on on the property. He walks the property one night in the cold, which these people are brave. <laughs> Because after I saw that, I would have been like, nope, that's it. Yeah, I would have left. Yeah. Um, But it's so cold this night that he just decides he's going to leave and go in. And he's just like, I can't, you know, be out here anymore. So as he's going through his door, he sees something out of the corner of his eye. He looks up and it's a UFO. He said that it was the size of a stealth bomber. And it was just over the ridge of the mountain. Like Mm -hmm. you could see it just over the ridge of the mountain. Um, he said it had multicolored lights, and it was, like, projecting them into the snow. Almost like it was looking for something. He said suddenly the lights turned off, and it takes off over the ridge. And he didn't see it again. He didn't know if it just vanished or if it just went over the ridge. And there's not a military base anywhere nearby there, so... Then he starts kind of believing what he's heard in the town about there being UFOs and things like that. And he's like, oh, okay. So, that's what people are seeing. Yeah. I got it. Um, And
1: also, that's another thing. There's been multiple people that said that there's colored lights. Different yeah. colored lights. Looks the same. And after same. this, like
0: after that episode, Gwen starts seeing it over and over again. And so does Terry. I mean, he sees it multiple times over the next, you know, yeah, time that they've been there. Um, this one's crazy, though. They also, after this, and after seeing this UFO for a while, they also begin seeing glowing orange orbs in the sky. A lot of them are at night. So, they're about a mile away from the house, usually. And Terry was out one night sitting on the porch, and he decides that he's going to look through one of these... Look at one of these through his scope. And when he looks through his scope at the orb, he doesn't... So, this is literally orb. It's like round. And it's not a spacecraft at all. So, when he looks through the scope and he looks directly at the orb, he sees blue skies on the other side of the orb.
1: Okay.
0: Like, almost like a portal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. So... That's freaky. Yeah. (laughs) Like, he doesn't understand, like, why he sees blue skies on the other side of this orb.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, None of the things so far have harmed them or the cattle. And that is until one day everything changes. After a big snowstorm, Terry goes off to check on his cattle. And one of his cows is missing. He finds the cow's tracks in the snow. So, these are tracks in the snow. Mm-hmm. And it looks like it was running. So, the tracks kind of, like, speed up in repetitiveness. So, it almost looks like it was running from something. Yeah. And he gets to this clearing again. And the tracks just stop once again. So, he doesn't understand where the cow went. Um, there's no tracks. And these tracks... Like I said, these tracks are in the snow, so if you track something in the snow, I mean, it's pretty obvious to tell where it is and where it's going. Yeah, so But he just can't find them. So he loses one of his cows, and then by the time spring rolls around, he has lost four more cows. So he's pretty upset because these cows are not cheap, and he needs the cows for the money. And one day in April, the Sherman's son, he sees a cow, like, stuck in the mud. And so, I guess he had to go run some errands or something, so he was going to come back and get the cow, but he was gone. He, he saw the cow, and the cow was stuck there, but he wasn't, like, in pain or agony or anything like yeah. that, so he was like, well, I've got to go, I don't know, run, probably run and go do something for his dad real quick, maybe fix a fence so the other cows wouldn't get out or something. So, yeah. then he comes back, and the cow was motionless in the mud. And then he sees, so he's like, oh crap, you know, this cow's in distress now. He thought yeah. he, he, still thought it wasn't dead. But then his, the Sherman's son sees that the whole rear end of the cow had been carved out. Something made a clean cut and the insides of the cow were gone. Not like Whoa. missing, like hanging yeah. out. They were just completely gone. There was no blood. There was no blood in the mud, and there was no blood inside the cow either.
1: That's weird.
0: Just drained it all. And also, he probably wasn't
1: gone long.
0: No, he was only gone for like 30 minutes. So, Nobody I mean, could do
1: that in 30 minutes. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't like... No
0: person, no person yeah. could do that. And no person s-
1: could do that now, period.
0: No, and he saw, and it would have been like an animal, because he would have heard like the cow surely mooing or the animal that was doing it would have been making some sort of noise because i don't think he was very far from the cow if i remember correctly um and he knows that the cow was alive when he passed by there because he saw the cow kind of like trying to struggle to get out of the mud yeah but it wasn't i mean he says it wasn't in distress but i I mean i would have personally got the cow out at that moment poor cow (laughs) instead of waited yeah um, three months three months later though, after this, another cow is found in the exact same way. And then the next year there would be two more cows found the same way as well. So that is four cows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Four cows that were found this way. And I've seen some of the like documentary footage because later on there's like teams that go there and do, like, investigations and stuff, and there's still cattle mutilations in the area. And, um, yeah. I mean, it's crazy. Like, if you see some of the footage, you're like, how in the actual... Some of them are missing, like, eyes and tongue, and then there's nothing but, like, a rib
1: cage and skin. And that's it. And you're just like, okay. <laughs> Not a hu- No human could do that fast. Even if they could... I mean, they probably could, but they couldn't do it fast like that.
0: No, not that quick. Um, so, they finally decide to start watching the cattle at night. Terry is, like, really upset, and he wants to, like, stay up all night watching the cattle. After watching every night, just about, Terry and Gwen were outside when suddenly an orb appeared. This one was different, though, however. This one was blue. So, this blue orb was just above the tree line, and it was very small. It shifted around the skies near them and then disappeared not far. Sorry, not disappeared. Appeared not far above their heads. They said it looked to be almost like a marble like blue liquid inside of it. This happened a few nights over and over. And one night, this part's sad and crazy. So one night this orb comes out again. And the dogs start barking. They start freaking out. And I think it's... Let me look and see. Because I can't remember. Three dogs. Yeah. So, it's three dogs. And they start barking, freaking out. And somehow they get out of the house. I don't know if somebody, like, goes in the house and they bolt out the door. Yeah. So, they start running after this orb. And Terry just kind of lets them go. And... But he's gonna like go after him,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so he gets a shotgun and he starts going after him. But this almost sounds like a movie, so <laughs> so they are going through the woods, and all of a sudden he hears like a yelp, uh-huh. and so he's like, oh crap! And then it's like dead silent, so he is terrified because he already knows what's been going on with his cattle and everything else that he's seen. So he just. Honestly, I mean, I would have done the same thing. He's like, I can't go out there. I can't die and leave my family. So, I'm just going to have to wait until the morning. Which, yeah. smart. Because they're just dogs.
1: Yeah. I
0: love my dogs, but mm-mm. <laughs> not,
1: not my life. <laughs> not
0: today. Um, so, so, he hears that. And so, he said, I'm just going to wait until the morning. So, the next morning, with the daylight, he goes out to search for the dogs. And ten yards into this thick brush, all of a sudden, there opens up into another clearing. Always these clearings. So, it opens up into this clearing. And on the other side of the clearing, Terry sees something that freaks him out, like, so completely. There are three large brown circles in the grass. And in each of these circles, there's piles of what looks like masses of hair and skin. He gets a little closer, and he realizes that the three dogs have been incinerated. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's three piles incinerated, incinerated, like, burnt
1: Yeah, completely.
0: There wasn't a fire the night before. <laughs> he didn't see anybody burn anything yeah. out in the woods. And it's weird that he saw that orb, and then they followed it into the woods, and then all of a sudden he heard a yelp, and then that was that. And also,
1: if you burned, it would burn the hair first. Sorry. It would burn the hair first, and then it would burn the skin of the dog. It wouldn't be like you burn the dog. So, it couldn't be that. It had to be that inciner- yeah. incineration.
0: Like a laser is what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, a laser. It's like, crazy. So, that's Terry crazy. is really upset at this point. He's pissed off, too, because he's lost his dogs. He's lost a bunch of his cows. And it's just too much. So excuse me, Terry and Gwen reach out to Joseph Hicks, who is a retired science teacher who has been investigating, I guess they like heard in the neighborhood that he had been investigating the us- unusual things that happens in this area and he had been doing this for like decades. Mm-hmm. Aside from the hundreds, like I said earlier, of UFO reports and sightings. He has also had many cattle mutilations, like we've said before, and also orb sightings. So but no one no one in the area knew exactly what like the clear explanation explanation was. Nobody knew how to make it stop, I guess you could say. And after talking with Mr. Hicks, the Shermans knew that they would never really find the answers they were looking for. So, they kind of just, you know... I mean, I guess he didn't really have any more information than they already knew. Yeah. So, and he... I guess he didn't want to come out and really investigate because he didn't. So, um... it was or Maybe this, he was too scared to. Maybe. It was at this time that they decided to kind of, like, sell the ranch. But before they decided to do that, um... In June of 1996, there was a billionaire named Bob Bigelow. That name is so funny to me. My name's Bob, Bob Bigelow. Bob um, He actually was contracted out by the government, like the Pentagon, mm-hmm. to go there and investigate this. So this is, like, not wow. something that's just, you know, like,
1: Small stories. Small stuff. Yeah. Like, big stories.
0: So, he saw an article in some newspaper about it, and he is, like, been obsessed with, like, the paranormal and UFOs for a long time. So, he wants to put together... He wanted to put together a research team to investigate the Shermans and try to help them, like, figure this out so that way they don't have to sell and they don't have to move. And over... A year-long investigation, they see absolutely everything that the Shermans have described. In April of 1996, one of the strangest events happened. Excuse me. That afternoon, Terry finds his four prized bulls pinned up in their pen. Mm -hmm. So, their, their corral. And they're just grazing or whatnot. So... He goes and does some chores. It takes him about 30 minutes. And then he comes back. And when he comes back, his bulls are gone. And these are like prize bulls. I mean, he needs these in order to breed his cattle.
1: Yeah.
0: So he's like, uh, probably, obviously, thinking shit. What yeah. happened to him? Because <laughs> I'd be the same way. I'd be like, oh my God. Can you guys give me a break up there? Yeah. <laughs> I'd be so bad. If you
1: want some steak, I'll cook you some steak, man. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, um,. <clears throat> he looks around to see if there's any sign of escape or if the fence is down, if someone has lo- unlocked the gate, like, you know, un- undone the bolt and stole the bulls or something like that. Yeah. So there's nothing. So he sees that there is a small, like, he remembers there's a small trailer at the end of the corral, but he's thinking to himself, there's no way that they're in that trailer because, number one, there's four bulls and... Only two really can fit in there comfortably. And also, that trailer has been locked. Like, I locked it. So, he's like, screw it. At this point, I'll look anywhere. So, he went over to this trailer. You know, like a... the word what I'm looking for. You know what kind of trailer I'm talking about? Like, mm-hmm. the cows are in? To oh, transport? Transport uh, trailer. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, he goes to the... um trailer and he like jumps up and looks in the window and he sees the four bulls. All four bulls are crammed in this trailer. They're standing eerily still and they're looking straight up into the sky. Yeah. What the actual <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, I would have just like, left. I'm yeah. like,
1: no, I'm done with this. Well, shit. Well,
0: they wanted to leave, but then you know the government got involved, and they were like, okay, I guess we'll stick around and see if they can help us. Um, so yeah, and they're they're just standing there, and he doesn't understand how they got in there. So Terry calls Bob and his investigation team, and he's like, y'all got to come down here and come out here. So they come out, and they can't come up with an explanation of how these cows got in there. They use their metal detectors, and they realize that the bars on the trailer and the bars right beside, like, where the trailer is, they're Mm -hmm. highly magnetized. Like... Magnetized? Magnetized. Like, very, very magnetized. And even 48 hours later, the magnetization was completely gone. Like, so they went back out there, and they checked it again, and the magnetization was gone. The scientists Mm -hmm. are fascinated by this because they... Start staying out at night and doing long investigations, so they don't understand. Like they think that one of the things they said was maybe the magnetization was so strong that it it was some sort of force that was pulling the bulls into the trailer.
1: But why would but it pull the bulls?
0: Also, how did it get unlocked? Like, I don't understand yeah. that part. Like, how did he get unlocked? Because Terry said he remo- he knows he locked it. I mean.
1: And how would there be magnetization or whatever? <laughs> magnetization? Yeah, whatever. That word. <laughs> magnetization. Uh, magnetization. <laughs> with, um, uh, the trailer. Like, why would it be there? All of a sudden. And then gone.
0: Well, we'll talk about that theory in a minute.
1: Okay, <laughs> so. Alright, where was I?
0: Oh, okay. So one night in August, around two AM in the morning, this part is balls crazy. So there it, were... it gets
1: crazier? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: It does. So I've told I told you about this part actually. Um, like a small little snippet. So two scientists are sitting up on top of the bluff. They're sitting on top of the bluff and they're kinda of like looking down at the branch and You know, they see the house and all that. Yeah. When all of a sudden, they see a small white light appear about 150 feet below them. So, one of the scientists decides to look at it with his binoculars. And it's kind of like... Well, I don't know if it was a white light. I think it was kind of a... I don't know. Just a small light. But I think it was more like an orange... Kind of like the orange orb that uh, Terry saw. Yeah. Yeah. So... He's like, okay, let me see the binoculars. So he starts looking at it through his binoculars, and he says that it's floating barely above the ground. But it suddenly starts looking like it's either getting larger or bigger from his perception. He couldn't tell if it was like a if it was getting bigger or if it was getting um I meant closer, larger, or bigger. That's the I was same like, thing. I was like, um, <laughs> that's the same thing. That's why I was like, the fuck are you yeah. talking about? Closer or bigger? So you know, he he can't tell. Yeah. Obviously, though, it was getting larger because it, uh, at the time that he was looking at it, then all of a sudden, he sees something crawl out of the portal. It's a creature with long arms and long legs. And it crawls out of the portal and, like, grabs the sides of the portal and starts coming out of it. Ah. It steps out of the portal, stands there, just... Looks around for a uh, minute and then goes out into the woods. Oh.
1: Uh, <laughs> I would pee myself. Yeah. Uh, um. That's and to nasty. this
0: day, like he swears on like a stack of Bibles that that's what he saw. Like to this day, he swears that that's what he saw. Nope. Um. No, it's after okay. this that the scientists kind of like they're completely baffled. Like they don't understand. They they don't really have an explanation for any of it. And they start running out of, they start running out of money. So, they start running out of funding from the yeah. Pentagon and all that. Because I guess, I guess since they couldn't figure out a rational explanation, the government was like, yeah, we're done. Like, yeah. and so, it kind of makes me mad, though, because it makes people think that they're not credible, but... You got to look at all the stuff that's happened in this area with and all these also, different people. Also, they probably just think
1: it's aliens, and they can't really do anything about it if it's aliens. So they're probably like, "Well, it's aliens, get out of there, guys." We yeah, because do. I mean,
0: they know that aliens exist. That's a whole nother podcast. Um,
1: yeah. <laughs> so I mean, they've admitted. I'm, yeah, I mean, they've they kind of admitted it. So, in
0: 2012, unfortunately, that was when they decided that they were done and their money, their funding ran out. So, Bob Bigelow and his team left. And then the ranch was put up for sale in 2016. And it was put up for sale by a real estate tycoon named Brandon Frugal. And he was also somebody else that was like obsessed with the stories about the ranch and just the aliens and all that. Mm-hmm. So, once again, they decided to make another investigation team. And this investigation team is still ongoing today, though. Um, he is one, he's the one that actually gave the ranch the name the Skinwalker Ranch. Because before that, I think it was called the Myers Ranch, and then it was called something else. I can't remember but everybody now today knows that it's you know they know it by skinwalker so now at this time in 2016 they have better equipment at and they're able to capture things you know better the first few months they see bright strange objects over the mountain ridges blue and black streaks throughout the sky They also see cattle running around in strange patterns and they measure electric magnetic radiation surges around the whole entire ranch. So this time they do figure out where the magnetic uh, waves are coming from. The waves are coming from the sky. So they've pinpointed where it's coming from and because the higher you get, at when you're at the ranch, the higher you get up, like if you're up on the ridge of the mountain or something mm-hmm. like that, the more there's a magnetic wave of radiation. Like, they can measure it. Yeah. So that part is bananas crazy to me. It makes my head hurt thinking about it. Um, and all, <laughs> And whenever they see a UFO, the measurements spike. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, what the hell is that about? They are Still investigating it today. You can actually watch live footage, which I watched it for a minute. I mean, it's live, so I could literally sit there. And I would. I'd be that person. I'd be like, I'm just going to stay here. This is my life now. Because I'm going to wait till I see an alien on that screen. <laughs> like, is there videos?
1: Of, like, you can watch
0: live footage of the ranch. Like, they have cameras everywhere. And you can watch it. It's live, 24-7 on so YouTube. So, have
1: they ever recorded something happening?
0: I think they there's some things that they have seen, like objects in the sky and things like that. Um, but I don't know if they've seen, like, any skin, you know, skin walkers, skin walkers yeah. is what they let's call them.
1: I think there would have to be people there for the skin walkers to walk up and everything.
0: I guess so. I don't know. They said that the entire Yunton Basin seems to be, like, a giant energy conductor. Like, a natural huge satellite dish that is receiving radio waves from some source in the sky but no one knows what that source is because there's no like you know we don't have any satellite dishes up there in that area yeah. so they don't understand where the radio waves are coming from and this is like one of the biggest discoveries of this team um, so one of the most plausible explanations though This is what I believe. Okay. So one of the most plausible explanations actually is one of the craziest, but it could be that it is, this area is like a giant wormhole. Let me explain. The theory is that a powerful enough energy surge occurs and it can rip a hole in the space-time continuum, correct? Which opens up portals to another universe, that would explain some that of the creature, orbs that, that would explain the creature because it was if it was a dire wolf it could have came back from the past
1: no I was talking about the creature that was stuck his head out out of that oh thing. yeah that the, that would yeah explain a lot. that would
0: explain that um and him seeing the blue sky and everything uh-huh it would explain the objects moving and it would even like moving around everywhere yeah. just like one day he found his uh what's it called post hole digger up in a tree, tree yeah so, and it would even explain the cows moving where, wherever they wanted to. Like, how they got from in their corral to in the pen. Like, you know. There isn't enough evidence, though, for this theory to, like, be, like, exact. But that's a theory. And I firmly believe in that theory. Um, but it would explain just everything. And, like, how could all those people be like lying. Nobody yeah. no none of the people got famous off of this. There's like a documentary, there's maybe a book or two, but nobody got like rich and famous off of it. Nobody made movies off. Of it. I think they did make a movie, but it yeah. wasn't like a big one. And I don't even think I'm pretty sure none of the people in this actually were I saw accident. a preview. Yeah, I saw a preview of the movie. And I don't think it had none of the stuff that I read or researched, was in that movie, was in, you know, wasn't connecting. That's the I'm looking for.
1: But, and also, there's so many people that saw this. Like, not not that particular, but, you know, the 300 people that saw stuff, and then yeah. other people saying they've seen stuff, even to the point where the government's like, okay, we gotta step in. That is crazy. Yeah, and to even
0: me. today, like... You can't visit the ranch today. We're pretty much done, but now we're just kind of yeah. talking. So, you can't visit the ranch today. You can't go there because there's, like, giant fence around the entire thing. Hmm. So, if you wanted to go, you couldn't. But people still to this day can sit outside of the ranch and look up at, like, the, the stars or look up over the ridge or the mountains and they can see UFOs. I mean, there's still UFO sightings all the time. So,
1: did the government do that? Did they make a... Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. There you go, guys. Yeah. Boom. Um, uh, all over the area, not just in the ranch, people see, like, they even say that they see skinwalkers and orbs and things like that. So, that's what makes me think, like, okay, these people weren't lying. Yeah. What if this specific spot, though, is just, like, an energy hotspot? Or, or a wormhole, wormhole. like they like the theory is. There's other theories, too. Um, but that would also explain, like, what if that is how? S- stick with me. What if, that, what if that is how we see UFOs? Like, that's originally where yeah. they come from. Like, like the UFO that we saw here in something? Mississippi over our heads that night. What if that one came through from Utah and he was like, "Gonna go this way, guys," yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> or what if,
1: like, you know? So, there's a vibration, so it must be, what if it's, like, some kind of signal, and it's signaling, or, like... You're talking about the vibration when they would dig? Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, it's been planted before we were even here.
0: Yeah. I mean, I didn't even think about the fact that there could be something. That that was another thing, like, they've never tested, like, under the earth that I know of. They've never, like... Maybe they did, but they just didn't (sighs) tell us. I don't know. Weird, though. But yeah, um, it's crazy. So, that is the story. Oh, there's one more thing. So, the Skinwalker Ranch. Every time I say that, I feel so country. Mm -hmm. Um, Roswell, New Mexico. And then Area 51. If you map it out, and I'll put a picture up. If you map it out, it makes a triangle. That's weird. Like a perfect triangle, it's like a sideways triangle, but it's still a triangle. Yeah, it's really weird. I've just fell down it, you guys. I have fell down a rabbit hole. Like my mind was blown when I figured out the part about the wormhole and like that's a theory. I was like, what? that explains everything. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. Especially with the
1: creatures.
0: And it's not, it doesn't just explain everything there. I mean, that could explain how, because a lot of people with the the alien theory, they're like, I don't, we don't understand how they're so more advanced than us. They can travel light speed, thousands and thousands of light speed away. Well, I mean, like. But what if there's a portal, and that's the portal that they could just go through?
1: Also, our theory, like, what if God made them first, and they've been on this earth longer, and then God was like, Yeah. yeah, let's make us yeah like he was like all right let me make another race and well I mean it's been here longer they they're more in the future and they've
0: what if they created the portal there yeah and they were like this is a shortcut guys so we don't have to go to sleep for like a hundred years in a way
1: or <laughs> we don't have, we don't
0: have to go through um what's it called warp speed to get there I don't know crazy it blew my mind blew my socks off and that's the
1: reason that we can't go there like we can't Travel,
0: yeah, because we can't get there, um, because they're way more advanced than we are.
1: I wish we could do that, like figure out some kind of wormhole, but that's dangerous. But still, that would make it easier to get some to get to a place like that.
0: But the Ute Indians in that area, they don't believe that. Not necessarily the wormhole theory. They don't believe that. Um the animals that they're seeing, that people are seeing, and the mutilations and stuff like that, they believe that it's still a skinwalker. Like, that's what they believe. Mm-hmm. And because, you know, they were cursed is what they think. And that's their heritage, and that's their, you know, Native American heritage. So, I mean, I fully believe it could still be that. It could be a array of things. People have also said, which I don't know how much I believe this, but people have also said that they've seen Bigfoot out there, mm-hmm. and there's been Bigfoot sightings, and all this other crazy stuff. But um yeah. So that's Skinwalker Ranch, you guys. It's uh it's a doozy. You should definitely check it out. I've been watching which I've watched it before, like the older seasons, but I started watching like the newer seasons seasons of uh Ancient Aliens. Have you ever watched that? No, you should watch it. Watch it'll it'll make you Question your everything. <laughs>
1: Nothing uh, is real.
0: Yeah. Some of it, though, I'm just like, come on, guys. Like, that's not, no. Nah. <laughs> but then there's some things I'm like, oh, so you say. <laughs> Maybe so. Indeed. Indubitably. <laughs> um, But, yeah, the one, yeah, the one part that freaks me out the most, and it made me think about, um, I don't know if it made you all think about this, but it made um. me think about the upside down. Yeah. Stranger Things, whenever he was talking about the creature. That's what I was thinking. And this was like way before Stranger Things, so it's not like he copied that image from them. I mean, but
1: But I wonder if. That would scare. Like, I would just pee myself and become crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Pee myself and become crazy. Yeah. They'd have to put me in a sane asylum. Sane asylum. And be like, I don't want to walk anymore. (laughs) Anymore? I won't. No, I'm not leaving. I'm done. I'm done with, with life. I'm not living anymore. I'm just gonna Could you
0: imagine, though, if somebody... I want somebody. I'll do it. No, I won't. But mm. if I didn't have kids and a family, I would do it. I would go there and, and I would volunteer to jump through the portal and see what was on the other side. No! Cool. Yeah. no They'd you. have to tie a tether to me but I'd jump through there and see what's on see the other side. Maybe not the one that the creature creatures? came out of yeah. but, like, the one with the blue sky? I'll jump through that one and see what's on the other side. What if like you jump through it and then it sends you like back in time to uh the dinosaurs? Or
1: it's just a bunch of aliens That's they're having how, dinner and they're just yeah. like what oh, <laughs> the fuck?
0: That's how the Simpsons Jerry, did do you it. Leave That's the how the Simpsons are doing it, man. That's how they know because oh, okay. the Simpsons are fucking time travelers. You can't tell me any I'm sorry. Sorry guys, but you cannot convince me that they're not time travelers. Sorry, hate to say it. I like I'm convinced. I am convinced. Convinced. Because the latest one, did you see? That showed you, didn't I? Mm-mm. No, I showed mom and dad. Okay, the latest one, you gotta look it up. Type in Simpsons... Uh, let me think. I guess it would be... I saw it on TikTok, so I don't know how you'd find Simpsons it.
1: Simpsons new... Uh,
0: Time travel theory? Yeah, something like that. So, you know the guy from... The Capitol building that was wearing, like, the pelt thing and the weird horns or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, that guy, The Simpsons, had a episode where it's in January 20th, 2021, which is, like, Inauguration Day. Yeah. So, one of their episodes, they had an episode where, like, there was, like, this civil war or whatever. So, but in that episode... There's also a guy that is, um, has horns, he has khakis on, and he has tattoos on both of his arms, just like that guy, and he has a tattoo on his chest.
1: Just like that guy! (laughs) Just like like that guy!
0: (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) It freaks me out. It freaks me out hard, because I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, there's no way. There's so many Simpson predictions, though. Like it's ridiculous.
1: Okay. Um, I just typed in the Simpsons, twenty twenty one theory thingy. I don't know.
0: You have to show me the TikTok. I'll have to show you it later, but you guys need to look it up though, because it's crazy. Um, I mean, they even predicted that Trump was going to be president, and nobody thought that was going to happen. They they predicted they predict, that a long time ago. Didn't they
1: predict the nine eleven?
0: There's, like,
1: like, there was a imagery. Yeah, and there's was imagery that, of it. Yeah.
0: There's also, um, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff. That's a
1: whole if they're not thing. time
0: travelers, then I, I, I need to know what they are. I need to know how they know. Here it is. So, there's the guy, and there's the...
1: Wow, that's canny. <laughs> yeah, they've even got the painting on his face.
0: Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's not like everything is ex- and precisely they have the exact. Tattoo. Yeah, but then Dad was like, "What if the guy copied that from the show?" I was like, "Why on is- earth would yeah. he go get those tattoos?" And then
1: his Just- shirt's off too. Like, yeah, that's weird.
0: I mean, he's got to be a dedicated Simpson fan if he was like, "You know what? I gotta go get those tattoos." Y'all
1: type in <laughs> Simpsons theory capital building and you'll
0: at yeah. it and it'll pop up. I might put one of the I'll put the picture on there too, maybe, but yeah. Anyways, we've rambled. Yeah. So, we hope you guys enjoyed this episode and it's time for us to go because you got to go home.
1: Yeah.
0: And I got to go to bed. I'm tired. <laughs> so, yeah. So, we will see you guys, hopefully Wednesday, maybe I can scramble something together for a bonus episode. That'll be really fun. And, um, yeah, the whole getting on Spotify got pushed back because of me being sick, so we're still working on that. So, anyways, we'll see you guys next time. Go ahead and hit subscribe and all that good junk, and go like our Instagram page and Facebook page. And we'll see you guys later. Bye.